Welcome to Sports, 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 the crowned and conquering child of sports. Apparently. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in beautiful Anderson, Indiana. With me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Do as thou wilt. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 331, 3 plus 3 plus 1 is 7. 7 is oh. a holy number. Oh, oh we get into I've it I've been already. looking forward to this for like two weeks. How are we? <laughs> oh, man. man. I feel, Just. I'm excited. It's a special episode tonight. Yeah, we've got a special episode. A super fan cult even uh, sent us a Facebook message was like, I just watched the halftime show. I cannot wait <laughs> yes. to hear what Rowdy has to so say. So the Super Bowl happened on Sunday. Rowdy, how, ma- how many one-note notes do you have? Like, do we need to – can we talk birds? We can do talk we- a little bit, yeah. We, we, <laughs> okay. A little bit. All right. I, I, don't, I mean, I'm just – pretty brief. The but, Super Bowl uh, happened Sunday. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Hmm, who, won. who called that? Uh, you and I. Yeah, it was yeah. a real shootout. To, too soon? <laughs> a little bit, a little okay. bit, yeah. Uh, 25-22 in overtime. Interesting yes. fact I saw on the interwebs today. Okay. Uh, in all three Kansas City Super Bowl victories, they have never been called for offensive holding. Oh, yeah. Why would they be? Yeah. It's not part of the script. I mean, Bosa, Bosa, you know, he should just be able to get through those horse collar grabs uh-huh. and tackles yeah. and, you know, yeah. Uh, they've also been down by double digits in all of their Really? Wins. Yeah. Oh. That's a, Boy, I thought it was over at halftime. I th- uh, the San Francisco worked them. Yeah, yeah, they did. It yeah. was. Hey, I I couldn't have asked for a better outcome. Well, yeah, you won your uh, tournament. I won, I won my tournament. Yeah. yeah, nice. The other thing that was interesting is um, twenty five twenty two is the final score. That equals forty seven. That's uh, one of our friends is his lucky number, favorite number, number that pops up all the time. Forty seven. Yeah, Phil. Oh yeah. Yeah, forty seven is everywhere. But oh. the the over under the line on the total opened at forty six and a half, and went up to forty seven and a half. So because it went to overtime, because they scored the touchdown, but they didn't kick the extra point. Anybody who bet the under won. Hmm. Oh, then I won. Yeah. So I bad under. beat, bad beat indeed. But mm-hmm. congrats. How many times did they show Taylor? Uh, did I you think count. I, I didn't. Was well, it set at six? Wasn't it? I think I read five, okay. uh, but she was on for less than a minute. Is hmm. what I read. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So I, I read. F- I, if I remember right, it was five in less than a minute. So not that many times. No. Yeah. Didn't endorse Biden. Didn't no. do anything wild. Yeah. Yeah. She. <laughs> no proposal. <laughs> yeah. Every time they showed her, though, she was getting another vaccine. That's true. <laughs> just, just yeah. over and over again. I Taylor Swift brought you by Pfizer. <laughs> yeah. She had just a very sallow complexion, and yeah. I was like, "This girl's vaxxed for <laughs> sure, double vaxxed, oh, and boosted. for sure." Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Christian McCaffrey got the first touchdown of the game, which saved a ton of money for Vegas, and they need it. First play of the game, rushing play. Rushing play. Yeah. Uh, but you also called tails. Yeah. It was heads. In overtime, though, it was tails. <laughs> it was tails, right. And the idiot 49ers took the ball. Took the ball, went down to the five-yard line and decided, that's enough for us. We'll just kick the field goal. Every possession felt like that. Yep, yep. Could move. Hey, they can move it in in between the 20 and the five. But A lot of discussion whether in. or not Shanahan knew the rules or not. And if he didn't, that's it sounded like he did, but he didn't convey that to the rest of the team. Yeah. Like, this is the way this is going to work. Versus what I heard the Chiefs were saying all Oh, they were all giddy. Year, all year, they 
they said they started talking about it in the preseason. These yep. are the rules for the playoffs, yep. which is crazy that they're even thinking like, oh, we can win the playoffs. Andy Reid yeah. is the real he's, deal. He's a step ahead. He's the real deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was uh It was a good uh, – the first half sucked. The commercials weren't great, and there was low scoring. But the second half and then overtime – I don't remember any of the commercials. The only commercial I remember is the Kennedy commercial because I was just yeah. taken aback. What about the um, – that might have been a regional commercial too. What? I don't know the that Kennedy he, commercial? I don't know if he got a national spot. It was $7 million. Oh, then that's a regional deal, because I think the other ones are quite a bit more. Oh, really? Because Kanye ran one for Yeezy, and it was $7 million. I missed that one. But it didn't air nationally. Okay. It just just aired on certain regional networks. Well, that's Big City Admin. Did you get the Scientology commercial? I don't think so. Because Big City Admin was talking about a Scientology commercial, and I was like, I didn't see a Scientology commercial. Mm, I would have definitely remembered a Scientology commercial. There's always a Scientology commercial, though. Do you remember also the... Uh, those uh, Will Ferrell beer commercials where they were Milwaukee's best yes. commercials. Uh-huh. Yeah. But they would only air in like one or yep. two. Where they sell Milwaukee's best. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Any well-trod uh, establishment. Yeah. Is that the, what they call the beast mm-hmm. or beast? Yeah. Milwaukee's beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Interesting. They would mm-hmm. do that on small channels, like two, three, four channels out in like South Dakota. And, uh, and then, then they would put it on YouTube, but it would get a lot of buzz that they. It was like oh, okay. a viral thing where it's like, well, we only have to pay okay half a million dollars, but then you guys just talk about our commercials. So, yeah. I don't know if you guys know a lot about advertising. I personally Not do. Much. No. <laughs> I personally know a lot. No, I don't think anybody here really knows no, about no, advertising. No. Yeah. Anyway, I'll tell you what else he knows a lot about. We're talking about Rowdy. Hmm. How about the? How about some occult? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I, I am so. I, I really am super. Excited. Do you want? How do about you, it? Do you want? <laughs> <laughs> do you do you want to introduce what it is we're doing? Okay. Do every want, every year for the last however many years we've done. I think a, it's like six or I seven. Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. So we've done a Super Bowl recap. Wait. Where can we, I? Yeah. Go ahead. Finish. I, I do want to ask a question because yeah. now that you brought up the history. Yeah. Did we talk about how you were going to do this the first year? No. I think it just happened organically. Organically, yeah. you were like, yeah. "Oh yeah," and then every year I yeah. look forward. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite episodes. Oh, without doubt. <laughs> yeah. So you can look back through, and it, and it might behoove you to look back through. Yeah, we've yeah. done Madonna, um, Beyonce, Rihanna. Yeah. Uh, uh, the weekend. The, the weekend. weekend. Yep. Uh, what about the guy that took his shirt off? Usher. Uh, no. Usher. Usher did, but no the. Rock and roll, air quotes, rock and roll band. Oh, um, what's the dude's name? The guy uh, from The Voice. Or oh, whatever. you also did Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Um, oh man, what's the guy's oh, name? Maroon from Five. The Maroon Five. And, Maroon the, and five. the Hawaiian guy. Um, the Hawaiian guy. Oh, oh uh, Barack Obama. Uh, no, he's what? from Kenya. <laughs> um, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mars, the god of war. <laughs> Have we done that many? I believe so. I felt like nine. We have a huge poster of Barack yeah. Obama in the studio, <laughs> yeah. too, right now. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. watching me. Yeah, right over your shoulder. Anyway, so it was an organic thing. You just yeah. came. You came in hot. You're like, I have a lot to say. Yeah, and over the years, we've we've kind of got it down to a science. In fact... We know the, what to the, look th- for. The three of us and Big City mm-hmm. Adam were texting as, yep. the, as the halftime show was starting. At, but right before it started, I texted you guys, and I said, quote, Watch for red, black, and white. Watch for illumination, 
checkerboard patterns, two columns, things that are upside down, pay attention to numbers and shapes, and obviously hand signals. And we got them all. We got them all. <laughs> Here we um, go. Yep. And a little bit more. Yeah. So I'm going to break this down right. just like I did last year. We're going to start with a clue. Okay. Then an overview. Okay. Then the venue. Oh. Then a who's who. Then the show review. Okay. <laughs> and, a- and then why this matters to you. All right. There it is. I was like, how are you going to pull the last one? Okay. I love all right. it. You, a should clue? we just jump right in? Yeah. yeah. All right. A clue. Uh, Hours after his halftime performance. Okay. What do you think Usher did? Usher. Slept. Okay. What do you think? What do you think? I think he did a after party. He, in a way, yeah, he did. Uh huh. He sacrificed a boy. This is a tough one. I want to say dog. I think he took a direct private jet flight to Christmas Cove in the British Virgin Islands. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I bet he flew. I I bet he didn't stick around Vegas. I th- went back mm. to the A. I think he flew back somewhere. He he stuck around Vegas. Okay. And he performed. Oh, he an, went and, to the Luxor. No, and he oh. performed another ritual after his another mass, ritual after his <laughs> mass ritual, which was performed in front of 125 million people. Uh huh. He performed a ritual just hours after more his than, halftime performance. More than people who vote. Oh, no, it's 160. Usher yeah. drove to the Fast Lane in Las Vegas, which is a drive through wedding chapel where he married his girlfriend, Jennifer. I'm going to just just kill this name. Goikochia. Goikochia. Jennifer Goikochia. Uh, they got married. Wow. Right hours after the in show, in a drive-through wedding, in a drive-through wedding chapel. Yeah, oh. had it had uh, some of his kids there. Sure. That's a clue. Okay. So keep. Oh, that because in mind. now anything he's done is inadmissible in court because oh now they're married. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Well, hmm. oh. I'm a step oh. ahead. But okay. Okay. All right. Are you ready for the overview? Yes. All right. I would this. encourage you. If you have time. Encourage but not required. And you can listen at, you know, one and a half speed, whatever you want to do. But I would encourage you to go back and listen to last year's halftime show uh, recap, which was episode 281. Uh, in this episode, we went through Rihanna's halftime show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to summarize just some of some of the history and then what that show, just a brief summary of that show. All right. So we're going to go back to the year 1904. All right. <laughs> Reed just spit out his drink. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. 120 years ago. That's... Yeah, I was I was ready for 2023. <laughs> yeah. I got 1904. No, yeah. 120 years ago. Yeah. Here we go. The, uh, the Great Beast. Oh, did you, guys watch the, did you guys watch the halftime yeah. show? Well, let's talk about yeah. it. <laughs> Starting in 1904. <laughs> let's talk All before right. the Great War, shall we? <laughs> yeah. So in 1904, the Great Beast 666, a.k.a. Brother 132, a.k.a. Brother Saturnus, A.K.A. Edward Alexander Crowley, or Crowley, however you want to say it. But I'm going to go with the Ozzy Osbourne pronunciation. We'll say Crowley. Mr. Crowley. Mr. Crowley. Was uh, spending the night in the king's chamber of the Great Pyramid on his honeymoon, as you do. As one does. uh, Performing a ritual. I went to a ball game on my honeymoon. But go ahead. (laughs) How did... uh... Oh, this was pre uh, Zahri uh, Zahri Hara, Hawass, Hawass, the head so of I was Egyptian say, how did antiquities. He get in there, yeah. yeah. It okay. mu- things must have been a little more lax. And 
uh, Crowley came from some some from some money. So That's true. He could pulled some strings. Grease some palms. Yeah. So yeah. he's spending the night in the king's chamber of the Great Pyramid That'd performing be so a ritual. Awesome. And what's the ritual? Oh, sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Jump in the show. I bet you're going to tell me. Yes. So, so as part of this ritual, I guess the, the, the end result of this ritual was that a text, which came to be known as the book of the law was dictated to him by an otherworldly being. How's my dictate? Named Iwas. Okay. (laughs) Told you you should have muted. So (laughs) in this book, through this book, Crowley proclaimed, sorry, I'm going to say Crowley, 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 uh, Mr. Crowley. (laughs) Proclaimed the arrival of a new Please, stage sir. in the spiritual evolution of humanity, which was known as the Age of Horus. That's that's the age we're oh, yes, currently living yes, in, right? Yep, the age, yep. the, or the eon. That's where eon, you are. The that's eon of right. Horus, um, whose primary precept is, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Okay? Yep. Now, the three eons, we had the eon of Isis. This was the pagan period, where uh, which is known for the worship of nature, of Isis, the mother, the past. The first eon is simple, quiet, easy, and pleasant. The material ignores the spiritual. After that came the eon of Osiris, which he, he labels as the Christian period, the worship of man, of Osiris, of the present. The second eon is an eon of suffering and death. The spiritual strives to ignore the, the material. Christianity and all cognate religions worship death, glorify suffering, and deify corpses. Mm. But he's introducing the eon of Horus, the new eon, the worship of the spiritual made one with the material of Horus, the child. Horus was the child of Osiris mm-hmm. and Isis, right? Y'all didn't think um, you were going to see me? I'm the Osiris of this. This is the eon also of illumination. Mm-hmm. Okay. Illumination. And the establishment of this new eon is the, this new fundamental principle is the great work which is now to be accomplished in the world, according to Crowley. Uh, the Book of the Law was published in 1909. It became the foundation of Thelema, which is a transliteration of the Greek word for will, um, as in do what thou will, which according to Crowley was, quote, not merely a religion, but a new cosmology, a new philosophy, a new ethics. It coordinates the disconnected discoveries of science from physics to psychology into a coherent and consistent system. Sounds a little bit like mm, Scientology. Mm, yeah. Way, right? Yep. Um, the Book of the Law also introduced the world to Babylon. Not B-A-B-Y-L-O-N, but B-A-B-A-L-O-N. Baba. Babylon. Oh, uh, this is Babylon. Babylon, yep. the Scarlet Woman, who mm-hmm. represents both the archetypal mother and the sacred whore. Wait, wasn't didn't she have something to do with uh, baseball? The Scarlet Woman? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, I thought she. Oh, would. you're thinking about our theos- uh, theo- theosophical exploration yes. of baseball? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, go back. That's another episode you might want to go back and listen to. Um, yeah, Abner doesn't Day, doesn't pertain know. as much to this, but um, so the the whore of Babylon, the Scarlet Woman, made an appearance in Revelation seventeen. He's just it's just so it just rolls off his tongue yeah, so fact, easily. Yeah. Yeah. I've fully immersed myself yeah. in this. I love um, it. So 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 she's this archetype, right? Of the of the mother mm-hmm. and the whore. Uh-huh. But well, how do you think she became a mother? I'm sorry. Yeah, Crowley circle, baby. also believed that Babylon had an earthly aspect or avatar, a living woman who occupied the spiritual office of the Scarlet Woman, which was a counterpart to his own identification as the Great Beast. 
this is kind of a key master gatekeeper kind of situation okay. we got going on here, right? Mm-hmm. And the role of the Scarlet Woman was to help manifest the energies of the Eon of Horus as the crowned and conquering child. Now, this child god archetype, this was kind of swirling around. This is something that Jung talked about. Yates talked about. Yates was also in the Golden Dawn, which is what Crowley came out of. Um, But the child god archetype replaces the patriarchal religion and restores the esoteric tradition, as well as the feminine principle, to its proper place. So individuals transcend the ordinary state of being and engender a new state of consciousness that would permit them to experience and become one with the divine presence. This is a quote from Crowley. Quote, the whole universe and all that is in it, uh, 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 sorry, the whole universe and all that in it is, I like that wording, Uh what is it but the infinite playground of the crowned and conquering child, of the insatiable, the innocent, the ever rejoicing heir of space and eternity? You said it's us? Yeah, we're the crowned and conquering child. You're right, because I know the ever rejoicing heir of space and eternity, whose name is Duh. man. Well, yeah, we I are the crowned and conquering child. A man, or we can be. Uh-huh. We can be. Well, yeah, I am a man. Yeah, I am. Some <laughs> folks are still living in the age of Osiris, but yeah, um, like old dirty bastard. Yeah. Now, yeah, some didn't make it out. Yeah, quite a few years later, we're jumping to the 40s now. R.I.P. Uh, so 1940s. So Crowley establishes. Thelema, mm-hmm. and through that he establishes several different organizations. One is the Ordo Templi Orientis, or the OTO, which is sort of a. Um, is that like the OVO, like Drake's OVO? I have no idea. But that's what October's that is. very own. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's could be some relation. You know what that has? No, it has a, a an owl as part of it. <laughs> oh, Bohemian Grove, of course. Yeah, Olmec or Oris, right? Isn't Oris a an owl? No, that's Horus is a... Horus? Horus. Horus yeah, is yeah. a hawk. Hawk. Well, okay. So, Hor- yes. So raptor, Hor- raptor. Yeah, I mean... But Horus... Depending the, on the which angle Horus, you're looking at it. Yeah. Horus... From behind, they all look Horus the is the representation <laughs> of the crown and con... Oh, boy. The crown and conquering <laughs> child. So, anyway... I'm Crowley establishes birds. What are you guys? Crowley establishes yeah. Thelema. We have these lodges, these OTO lodges that, that pop up around, around the world. Um, one pops up in California and is joined by a man named Marvel Whiteside Parsons, a.k.a. Jack Parsons, who was the father of modern rocketry, founded Jet Propulsion Laboratories in Pasadena, we, California. Right. We've we already talked about it. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about this it. Is a, this, is a, this is a summary. This right? is the overview. Yeah. This is an overview. Yeah. All right. So Jack Parsons uh, becomes a very devoted follower of Philema. Right. Um, Different Jack Parsons than the one you guys are doing. And he had some adventures with a man named Lafayette Ronald Hubbard. Dope yeah. name. AKA L. Dope name. That's a strong name. That's <laughs> yeah. a gentleman. Yeah, yeah, we got Marvel and we got Lafayette. And together, they decided that they were going to take matters into their own hands and do their own. And start a Super Bowl! <laughs> their own ritual no, or still not there. working that oh. they call the Babylon working. So in this working, they, quote, endeavored to incarnate a physical aspect of Babylon, the herald of the new age of Horus, who would give birth to a magical being, the moon child, the magical child whose birth had been prophesied in chapter three of the book of the law. This is Horus speaking in, the, in, in Crowley's book of the law. He says, 
Quote, but let her, the scarlet woman, raise herself in pride. Let her follow me in my way. Let her work the work of wickedness. Let her kill her heart. Let her be loud and adulterous. Let her be covered with jewels and rich garments. And let her be shameless before all men. Then I will lift her to the pinnacles of power. Then I will breed from her a child mightier than all the kings of the earth. So Jack Parsons, who, not that Jack if you Parsons. listen to episode 281, yeah. had his woman stolen by Elrond Hubbard. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tries to be cool with it. Mm-hmm. Keeps. I remember this. Keeps now. Elrond around as his magical buddy. Yeah. Um, but we all need one. King it's, Tuck. It's a frenemy. Yeah. It's a frenemy kind of relationship mm-hmm. here. He thinks, okay, he stole my woman. I'm going to manifest Babylon to be my new Baba B A and my new magical partner. Mm-hmm. So Elrond's like, sure, man. Let's let's do it. So through Elrond, who was the seer. Remember, this is the man who founded Scientology and wrote, I think he may have written more books than any other human, or he claims to. Elrond? All kinds of science, yeah, all kinds of Scientology. Er, I all have kinds a of science complete fiction set books. of the Scientology oh, books. It's That's like 12 or 13 of them. I'd love to dip into yeah, that. At they're some brand point. new. They're still shrunk wrap. <laughs> I have a whole, whole box. Oh, Maria man. Lopez, more than 4,000 novels. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Followed He's been by beat. Ryoki Inu. Okay. 1100. Kathleen Lindsay, born in 1903, wrote 904 books. I bet, they're all, I bet they're all good, too. Yeah. Oh, every one of yeah. them. Huh. Yeah. Page turner. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, we know Elrond's got an imagination, right? And we know that he, can just, he can just riff, yeah, oh right? Yeah. So Elrond is the seer. He's and, the captain. And, and Jack Parsons, after performing this magical ritual, is the one transcribing so through Elrond, Babylon, the goddess, dictates a new text, which Doesn't Parsons believed would become the fourth chapter of the Book of the Law. So Crowley's Book of the Law has three chapters. And he's like, oh, we just made a fourth. Oh, and this moon okay. child, the, mm-hmm. the idea for the moon child, there was the quote Bastion, I read from you from, say from my Crowley. Name. That moon child? Not that moon child. <laughs> Different but moon I got to look into the occult history of the never-ending story, though. Now you're, now you're making me curious <laughs> yeah. about that. Oh, yeah. So... Um, Pars- yeah, Parson said, first instructions were received direct through Ron, the seer. I have followed them to the letter. Ron's just making up all kinds of stuff, right? Oh, we yeah. know that. Yeah. But Ron he didn't was know a that. lunatic. Ron was a lunatic, yeah. but, but... But a pro- prolific. A prolific, prolific lunatic. lunatic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you're going to be a lunatic, why not take advantage of it? is the way <laughs> yeah. to go. Yeah. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. So the idea of the moon child, though, came from... It was the title of a novel that was written by Aleister Crowley called... The Moon Child. Okay. That was about a uh, two groups of magicians. Oh, where'd you uh, get that idea? A, yeah. uh, the name of a white lodge, <laughs> a white lodge, and a black lodge that are basically at odds with each other. Um, so Jack Parsons is like writing letters to to Crowley, essentially saying like, "I can't really, can't really tell you what we're doing. I've been sworn to secrecy by someone who was Babylon, uh, but B-A-B-A. basically." Hints that they're creating a moon child. Crowley is like, what? 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 He's he's on his deathbed. He's a heroin addict by this point over in England. And he said, quote, apparently Parsons and Hubbard or somebody is producing a moon child. I get fairly frantic when I contemplate the idiocy of these louts. So they do this whole ritual. Yeah. And then, this is all happening in uh, January of 1946. January 18th, 
at the end of this ritual. Post nukes. 23, all of a sudden, they show back up at this house, uh, Jack Parsons' crash pad. He's got this mansion in uh, Pasadena where Crowley and a bunch of other magical uh, initiates are all living. Who shows up at his house but a 23-year-old redhead, Scarlet Woman, Marjorie Cameron. And Jack Parsons is like, we've already been down this road. It worked. Man. I know. I got to recap it because <laughs> this Super Bowl halftime show follows on yeah. last year's. Okay. Yeah. It builds on it. Yeah. And you'll see why. So Marjorie Cameron shows up a few weeks into their relationship. She saw a silver cigar shaped UFO, which may be the first UFO sighting of the modern UFO era. And wait, define modern UFO era. Where, when, are, we, where are we at? 46 46. 46. Which a year and a half later, on June 24th, 1947, technically the modern UFO era began with Kenneth Arnold's sighting of nine UFOs flying near Mount Rainier, and then the Roswell crash. Yeah, that was 40s, wasn't it? Yeah. And So you want to predate that. This is predating this. Mm. And this is also post-dating Aleister Crowley, who had done a ritual called the Amalantra working, where he had... Created essentially a broken a broken a uh, portal through to the other world. It's always a portal. And yeah, if you remember absolutely. last year, I showed you a picture. <laughs> a rocket. A, a being <laughs> known as Lamb uh-huh. presented itself to Crowley. And if you look at a picture of Lamb, L-A-M looks like a gray alien. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. So some people believe that this ritual that Parsons, who's very much connected to rocketry. modern modern rocketry. Um, may have widened this portal and opened the door to the UFO era. Mm-hmm. All right. Can I make a little side note here yeah. that for future investigations for you, Rowdy? This uh, woman, this reminds me of... Margaret Chapman? Of, uh, George R.R. R. Martin's Red Woman in Game oh, of yeah. Thrones, who was also a member of the Santa Fe writing group with... Um, um, all the Pretty Horses, who's that author? Uh, Cormac. Cormac McCarthy. McCarthy and a bunch of dudes, which was a remake of the, what is it, Snoop? The Black Hills writing group, the North Carolina one, Black Mountain writing Black group. Ma- Black Mountain. So this is all, we're all working on from the same action yeah. here. Yeah. The Red Witch. The Red Witch, yeah. Uh-huh. What was her symbol, too? Wasn't it? Light. Fire. Lord of Light. Lord of Light. Yeah. Yeah, she was sight a, beyond sight. She was a smoke show too in that show. Huh? You're getting off t- topic. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we're about to talk about Ursher with the shirt off. <laughs> yeah. Let's not get it too hot and spicy before that. So that's all the pre- that's all the preamble, which led to last year's halftime show, Super Bowl 42. Rihanna took the form of Babylon. Oh, pregnant. 42. Oh, you say Super Bowl? Super Bowl 42. 52. Or 52. Sorry, Super Bowl 52. Yeah. 57 was last year. It's 58 this year. 57. Gosh, I don't even know. All right. Heinz. Should have been a Heinz field. Whatever yeah. Super Bowl it oh, was. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. Whatever Super Bowl it was. Welcome Rihanna to took Pittsburgh. the form of Babylon. Yeah. And in front of 121 million viewers, the, the most Super Bowl viewers until this year. Until this year. She walked us through. That the, doesn't seem like a lot. Well, I, I thought it was in the billions. I mean, it's like the, no. a third of the country. It's just. Oh, that's yeah. just American yeah. ratings. Yeah. So. Oh, okay, okay. So in this halftime show last I year, I added to that. I helped with that. Yeah, I added to the number of viewers. same here. Yeah. Although I, did I didn't because I have the Nielsen ratings turned off on my. That's YouTube That's probably why TV. it went up this year because I actually watched this year, but yeah. not last year. You pushed yeah. it over the top, yeah. and everybody in your house watched. Mm-hmm. That's four That's right. people. Yeah, until a halftime show was over, and then we went to bed. Yeah. But 
Anyway. Well, there you go. So Rihanna's the halftime well, show you, last year. You rolled around in bed and had to get up every 25 minutes. But yeah. 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 Uh, That's true. Yeah. Halftime show last these co- year. At least these Coney manicotis, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I, made, I made a uh, Instagram. Rowdy cooking for the Super Bowl. Made, what have we done I, to this guy? I know. Let me, let me just pause real quick. I made an Instagram recipe disaster <laughs> that was... Um, Okay, you get yourself a casserole dish. You get yourself some manicotti. Are we talking about 13 by 9 Pyrex? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you get yourself a manicotti, the big giant noodles, yeah. right? Which, Hollow noodles. Which, for his guest list, I was like, that's not enough. But he said he ate it for three days, so yeah. I guess it was enough. Yeah, so you got that, and then... No one else ate it. Uh, manicotti <laughs> is the perfect size to fit a hot dog inside. Yeah. So you shove a hot dog in the manicotti. We're talking all beef? What are we working all beef, with here? Yeah, okay. ballpark, all beef franks. Yeah. Line the bottom of your... Uh, uh, casserole dish with as many of these manicotti dogs you can fit in there. Okay. Put some mozzarella in okay. between. Mozzarella. And then uh, pour on some Gravy. Uh, 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 chili dog chili. Oh. Coney sauce. No red sauce. We're nope. talking, uh, what would what, you use? Yeah, no. They. Uh, it was the Hormel. Hormel? Yeah. Beans, no this beans. Is, this no, is uh, beans. Beans, yeah. This is an appropriation of, of Italian cuisine. Yes. Because yeah. they're just using the manicotti to replace the white buns. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, Correct. Yeah. So you pour the chili. It's not an appreciation. Gravy would have been an appreciation. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. Uh, make yourself a little, uh, some decorations with mustard on top of that, and then just cover the whole thing with cheese and pop it in the oven, and you got yourself a chili dog disaster. <laughs> and it was... It does, uh, I wouldn't, I mean, I would try it. <laughs> Rowdy tried it. Is everybody inst- I tried it. I tried it. And Instant I, regret. And, and I, well, I had to miss the first maybe minute or so of the halftime show. <laughs> yeah. I just, I was sweating, and I was like, ah. Ooh, Meat sweats. Oh, boy. Oh, oh geez. Oh, here we go. <laughs> So anyway, Rihanna, last <laughs> halftime show. Let me give you the, the, Food the let me give you the over. one sentence summary of her halftime show. Rihanna as the as Babylon, uh, B-A-B-A. walked us through the three eons in a ritual that w- was designed to take us into the age of Hor- Horus and birth the crowned and conquering child. Which she did. Which she ended with you know, with the child of her yeah. pregnant yeah. Right? in all red. Yeah, baby. in all red. All red. Okay. Sandy mm-hmm. so, baby. That's the. Overview. Okay. okay. Now we're moving on to. So you have proven that we can get through this in like this. thirty we seconds. Can get okay. This. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, Wait, which one are we on now? We're on the venue. Okay. Venue. Las Vegas. Okay. Sin Vegas, baby. City. Mm-hmm. A city of spectacle. The A dark, city of magic. The Death Star. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why do you sound like the guy at the beginning of Aladdin right now? Hmm. I don't know. What guy? Oh yeah. <laughs> the I know, same I know guy, the guy that spelled sex in the dust when the carpet. Yeah, away. that's true. Well, we got, remember, we got some. I think that that was, uh, I think that was Lion King. That was Lion King. Lion King, the ant spelled sex. The flowers, when the lion went, like came down in the uh, flowers and the, or the grass. Oh, you're right. The grass, blades of grass came up. You're right. And then that, that was, Aladdin was, Aladdin was, Aladdin was, take off your clothes. That's right. And then, Little uh, Mermaid had all the dongs. And, and the priest at the wedding. Yep. Got yeah, and the, the owner. Bay. If you have the clamshell with the penis in the tower, it's worth good coin. It, it's at my parents' house right now. I'm like, <laughs> Get hold that on, thing. hold on to yeah. that. I can't Don't tell you why. Go. Don't let that go. Don't let that go in a. Uh, Just the tell them the garbage. kids want to watch it, and then sell it on eBay. Yeah, Not, I can't sell it on eBay, but find somebody to sell it on eBay. Yeah. I might have to do that. Smuggle yeah. it out. That thing's worth some coin. Yeah. All right, so Las Vegas. We're at the venue. Vegas, right? baby. Vegas, largest city in the what desert? 
that's Mojave. The Mojave Correct, yeah. sirs. Yeah. North of the Sonoran. Hey, I just want to point out that the not desert guy got it before the desert guy. Yeah, you did. All right. Well, I got too much information to <laughs> yeah, go through. Right. <laughs> <laughs> too many index cards I got to go through. <laughs> Let's jump back real quick to what's it uh, also 50, 60 miles from? Area 51. Correct. 82 miles to be precise. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and S- hey, that's on the, that's on the one. That's and on the S4. One yeah. Um, so, or sorry, 81 miles. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so Mojave Desert, home of Las Vegas, also the home of the Babylon Working, performed by Jack and Elrond in 1946. Was in Vegas? Was in the Mojave Desert. Oh. Mojave. Yeah. It's an enormous desert, yep. though. It's quite large. This is, where, this is where they performed the ritual, and then when they returned home, found Marjorie waiting, the Scarlet Woman, allegedly, waiting at the house in Pasadena. So, although some people say, yikes, some occultists claim <laughs> that it happened on the side people of what is saying, now yeah, Area 51. I don't know. Hard I don't know. Say. That's what some people say. Some oh, people claim this. Oh, now I'm seeing yeah. all, all Parsons wrote was that yeah. was that the Babylon working happened in the Mojave Desert. The Babylon working okay. happened. The portal was portal was expanded. Yeah. I think the portal is probably in Area 51. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Could be. I don't even know why we're discussing it. Yeah. That um, case is closed. Some bristlecone pines, some Joshua trees, and a portal. <laughs> and a portal. Mm-hmm. So, 100%. Yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. Now. Somebody get a rock. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw it in this Least portal. North, <laughs> south, north south through Las Vegas runs Highway 93. Yeah. True. 93. many times. 93 is, in, is a very important number in Thelema because it expresses the central philosophy of Thelema. So, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law, Right. Uh-huh. And the and the second I part love is the law, love under will. These are greetings you have to say. So if I say, Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law, you guys have to say it back to me. Hey guys, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Do what do thou what thy will. No, I don't think I want to say you that. You have to be say the it. whole of the law. Yeah. I don't have to say uh, that. Love is so the law. Love it's under unfortunate ninety three is not a prime number because yeah. then we'd be all over yeah. this. Uh-huh. And yeah. the way you the way you get to ninety three each of these statements, do what thou wilt, shall be the whole of the law, and love is the law, love under will. Let's crunch the numbers here. We assign numbers to the letters. Uh, oh. For will, we have the word thelema, and for love, we have the word agape. Assign numbers to those letters, as we've done in the past. For each one, you get 93. Wow. So 93 is a huge number because it expresses right. the core philosophy. Highway 93 run happens to run right through Las Vegas. It's just Vegas. like right in your face. Yep. Yeah. Just, just, um, just rubbing our nose in it, aren't they? You could also say uh, Las Vegas. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. Nope. Nope. Sure aren't. Sure aren't. Uh, Las Vegas is also the home of uh, the Luxor Pyramid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The city yeah. of the pyramids, right? The, t- the Dorito. It's a th- which is a three-fourths size uh inspired by the Great Pyramid of Giza. It's three-fourths its size. Great Pyramid, as we already talked about, birthplace of Thelema. Should I should I mention now that I've stayed at the Luxor? Have you really? <laughs> yeah. I've Whoa. been in the atrium, which at the time was the largest atrium in the world. How are the vibes? Vibes are good. Are the, ru- are the windows they are. slanted yeah. like yeah. that? Yeah. Hmm. They're, they're slanted. Wow. Yeah, yeah I have vibes. been in there before. It's cool. Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I stayed there for like three days. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel different now. Did you see Carrot Top? Like six times. Nice. Yeah, yeah, we were in adjoining rooms. Nice. Yeah. What uh, what emanates from the top of the Luxor pyramid? Light. A beam a of light. A beam of light. Not a, not just a beam of light. It's the strongest beam of light in the world. Is it really? Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's because they've never seen my beam of light. Damn, Gina. Yeah. <laughs> now, how do you know? Have you seen all the light? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Over the Eiffel so, Tower. So we know damn, that we know right? that the pyramid is is where Thelema started, where where Aleister Crowley channeled Iwas, got, got the Book of the Law transcribed. Um, also, though, in Thelema, there's a term called. Uh, the city of the pyramids. Mm-hmm. So if you think about this mystical journey you're on, there's there's several steps. So the first step is you have to have a conversation with your holy guardian angel. Your holy guardian angel is essentially uh, how you how you figure out what your will is. Uh, okay. Okay. So you have to discover your will, um, and then you have to cross the. Wait a minute. What was the name? What was the number? Ninety three. Do you know when the Luxor was built? Oh 1993. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Man. Okay. So, <laughs> in, some great records came out in 1993 too. In Delima. Blowing my mind yeah, right this, now. I mean, first you every cro- year. First you <laughs> converse with your holy guardian angel as you do. Of course. Then you have to cross the abyss. This is this is essentially the It's a hero's it, journey. This is uh-huh. this is symbolic of ego death. After you've crossed the abyss. So we're on we're on venue. We're on venue. And yep. we got four more. We got the who's who. We got a few more. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry about it. We'll we're, get there. We're fine. We'll get there. So we got the, plenty of tape. Once you've crossed, once you've crossed the abyss as an initiate, you give yourself to Babylon completely, and you symbolize this by pouring your blood into her graal, G R A A L. Um, so you you pour your blood into her cup, and at this point, you become known as a babe in the womb of Babylon, who is impregnated by impregnated by Pan. And your lifeless self, after Pan's you've experienced labyrinth. ego death, the the pan, mm-hmm. after you've experienced ego death, the one from real world, your mm-hmm. lifeless self becomes quote as a pile of dust, taking rest in the city of the pyramids, which lies under the night of pan. This represents the lightless womb and also the time before the dawning of the new sun, or rather the new self. Keep that in mind, city of the pyramids. We're going to come back to that. Yeah, okay. I'm sure we will. Uh, Vegas, <laughs> also home to. Usher's Las Vegas residency. Usher, yeah. He performed oh, yeah. 100 shows from July 2022 to December 2023. Mm-hmm. And got some caused some controversy because Dude's busy. Uh, he, the women were swooning over Usher. We know the man is a is a uh, modern day balladeer, right? Mm-hmm. He, oh, sex dude, legend. Dude's a stud. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Uh, Kiki Palmer ruined Kiki Palmer's marriage because of... Uh, his performance. Uh, this is my confession. His, oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Well, Kiki Palmer. Ha- yeah. I mean that. Okay. We won't get into that. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Usher's already been laying the groundwork for this mass ritual in this city, mm-hmm. just a few blocks away. Yeah. Where's um, where his was, residency? Where was he performing? Uh, I believe it was at two. Di- there was the um, there was the Dolby Theater at the. Oh gosh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, it was All a, these it, notes it was a little didn't. bit it was a little bit north, just a few blocks north of everything's north Allegiant of Luxor. Stadium. Yeah, Luxor is pretty far south. Speaking of Allegiant Stadium, is just on the other side. It's across uh, across the twenty five. Yeah, yeah, catty corner from the Luxor. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's basically behind the Luxor. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, Allegiant Stadium. The address thirty three thirty three Al Davis Way. Mm-hmm. We knew that. We, we've covered the number 33. Jesus lived 33 years. The divine name Elohim appears 33 times in the story of Rolling creation and Genesis. Rolling Rock, Rolling, Rock, Rolling yeah. Rock, and 33 degrees of Scottish Rite Freemasonry. All right? Yeah, right there. And right there. then the date, February 11th, 211. 
On 11th of February in the year 1144, the first Latin translation of an Arabic work on alchemy uh, was completed by an English uh, Arabist named Robert of Chester, which marks the birth of Western alchemy. Chesty Bob. So, What's 2 plus 11? We're getting 13. to that. 13. We're getting to that. That's that's in the who's who section, which... All right, jump the gun. You ready for a jump who's who? Gun. All right, well, let's start with Usher. 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 Usher Raymond. I mean, the name itself. Yeah. It, Usher's not just a name, it's a noun. And if we look at the etymology, this is from it's late... It's also a verb. Wait. Okay. Yeah. All, aren't all names nouns, though? Well... Pro- propers. But this is also a verb. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, Usher exactly. Usher you through that portal, baby. Usher. <laughs> yeah. The etymology Come on, of this Usher way, Babylon. comes from the, the term for doorkeeper, from the Latin austerius or ostium for door. So in Thelema's Gnostic Mass, which is the main ritual of Thelema. Mm-hmm. Gnostic with a silent G. Crowley yeah. states G's that, silent. quote, there should be a doorkeeper to attend the admission. This Even is when silent, the door to, to the temple is open to begin the ritual. Okay. You got to have an usher. Can't have a ritual without an usher. Can't have a Gnostic mass without an usher. Okay. When asked about the Super Bowl halftime show, um, this is this pregame when it when it was first announced, Usher said, "God allows things to happen in the time that they're intended." And then he said, "Quote: I got to put all that in those magic thirteen minutes." What? Mm-hmm. Magic thirteen. Yep. And also, if we look at Jack Parsons. Uh, Babylon, Babylon working the fourth, fourth book of the law. According to him, Babylon herself says, my calls, as thou knowest, all love songs are of me. What's Usher known for? (sighs) Love songs. Love songs. R&B panty drop. Yep. She also says, quote, (laughs) gather together in public in song and dance and festival. Well, what's bigger than the Super Bowl halftime show for that? All right. Next, let's look at Chiefs versus the 49ers. All right. The two Mm -hmm. teams playing in the Super Bowl. What's four plus nine? Well, we're, you're jumping ahead of yourself here, buddy. Uh, first, we got to look back at the Babylon working. Two right teams. We have the fourth. We, we, he, he called it the fourth book of the law. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, all of these um, texts from Thelema, mm-hmm. from Crowley on, yeah. are known by um, a number and the word liber. Liber means book. So liber 49, 49. Is, is the book of Babylon from the Babylon working, the fourth chapter of the book of the law. Oh. So why are the 49ers there? I mean, it's, it's the number because of the book. Because they won the NFC. No, that's right. Yeah, I it's, thought it was. Okay. Yeah, it had nothing to do with them winning And the as NFC. you said, four plus nine equals 13. 13. Right. Well, let's jump to that. Okay, we got Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, the prom king and prom queen mm-hmm. right. of the Super Bowl. The world needs them. Of right? the world. Our the, state the, needs The them. romance Our that, that the world just cannot get enough of, right? Uh-huh. Taylor Swift, who, by the way, just won her 13th Grammy, Uh considers 13 her lucky number. She Uh says, quote... I think she was born December 13th. 12, 13. I was born on the 13th. I turned 13 on Friday the 13th. My first album went gold in 13 weeks. Also, my first song that ever went number one had a 13-second intro. I didn't even do that on purpose. And every time I've ever won an award at an award show, I've either been seated in the 13th row or row M, which is the 13th letter. And when I won the Horizon Award at the CMA Awards, the producer came up to me when I was sound checking and he said, all right, we're going to go on in 13 seconds. Now, 13. This is like Phil's 47 thing. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And 13 also, we know, is considered an unlucky number since ancient times because it's 
considered an unstable number, just one beyond the number 12, which is the divine number of grace and perfection, obviously. Right. Uh, it's big in Colgate, Colgate University. Yeah? They they have 13s over everything, too. They oh. consider it a lucky number. Really? And uh, yeah. 12 is also the stages of uh, Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. Mm -hmm. There are 12 stages and 12 archetypes in Carl Jung's uh, action. You hmm. got to work the steps, baby. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Well, let's get into some other 13s because there's a lot of them here. Too, yeah. Yeah. So this Super Bowl was Taylor's 13th game watching the Chiefs. Her, Is it really? Yep. Her flight from Japan to the Super Bowl lasted about 13 hours. Carbon <laughs> oh, footprint. Oh, now, now we're just we're just roll, rounding up or down? Yeah, uh, about. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that how the occult works? Yeah, that's close yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, how'd your uh, That is exactly how the occult it's, works. It's, how's your ceremony listen, going? It's, it's, good. It's, good enough. It's vibes, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking of vibes, uh, Taylor Swift's uh, new, newly announced album, The Tortured Poets Department, releases April 19th. Wait, 19? That's not That's not 13. 9 plus 1 is 10. Minus April. Oh, no. No? That's not yeah. it either. But did you know April 19th, according to some... According, <laughs> according to the people that he's going to is, reference. It's the day before Hitler's birthday. It's the first day. Yeah. It's, and Columbine. It's the first day yeah. of a 13-day blood sacrifice to Baal or Moloch or Moloch your choice so we have either pick choose your own <laughs> yeah, adventure well like you said yeah. close enough yeah so April, you know what I think we didn't get enough blood for Baal yeah. uh, Moloch should do uh, April 19th the date of the Oklahoma City bombing nuh uh uh huh um there's some other things I don't know um but I don't I don't put much credence in this one, but I figured I'd throw it out there oh, while we're talking. Uh, now the skepticism <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, creeps in. Said, according to some. Yeah. This is on like uh so where this comes from, by the way, you guys remember the satanic panic, right? And yeah. so oh, you, yeah, had, yeah. you had police yeah. departments bringing in like these satanic experts. Yeah. Where that April nineteenth date comes from is these documents that were oh. shared by these occult experts. Uh, okay. I can't find it anywhere else. This is something that they're making up. Okay. All right. Let's run through some other 13s. Super Bowl 58, 5 plus 8, 13. Whoa. February 11th, 2 plus 11, 13. 13. 49ers, number one seed. Chiefs, number three seed. One and three, 13. <sighs> halftime score. Uh, score at halftime was 10 and three. 10 plus three is 13. Whoa. Uh, Chiefs, 2023 wins with Travis Kelsey. 13. 13. Uh, Plays on game-winning drive, uh, there were 13. Um, the Chiefs won from the 13th yard line. Really? Um, the touchdown throw from Patrick Mahomes was to wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yeah. Mahomes wears a number 15. Valdez-Scantling wears number 11. The average, 13. Um, wow. Super Bowl score was 25 to 22. 25 plus 22 Um that's 47. 4 plus 7 is 11. Now, oh. 2 plus 5 plus 2 plus 2 is 11. Wait, that's not adding it up to 13. Wait. But, but, this was the 13th time in NFL history that a game ended with the score 25-22. And, and Kansas City was going to go for 2, but it ended the game, which would have made it 13. 13. Oh, geez. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. uh, halftime show, almost exactly 13 minutes long. Another association with 13. Abrahadabra. Not Abracadabra. This is Abrahadabra, which, according to Crowley, was the magical formula of the Eon of Horus, the cipher of the great work, according to him. Through Gematria, 
the practice of using numbers to calculate meaning. The number of abracadabra is 418. 4 plus 1 plus 8, 13. So 13, that's why 13 is a big number for uh, the Lima. wild. So let's look at some gematria, though, while we're while we're on numbers here. Oh, Finally. Let's. All right, let's plug Las Vegas into the gematria cal- right. calculator. All right, the number we get is 166. 1 plus 6 plus 6, 13. Kansas City. <laughs> Kansas City. The eyebrows are to, fully raised at this point. <laughs> Kansas City comes out to 229. 2 plus 2 plus 9, 13. Now, this is how I knew Kansas City was going to win, because you plug in San Francisco, you get 598, 22. Sorry, not it's not going to cut it. Mm. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Sim- simply the word yeah. football, 292, 2 plus 9 plus 2, 13. And finally, plug in Taylor Swift, uh, doesn't equal 13, but you plug in Taylor Allison Swift, 706, 7 plus 0 plus 6, 13. Wow. <laughs> Unreal. All right. So we set the stage. Speaking of, let's jump to the stage. The stage it's time is for set. The show review. All right, here we All go. Right. Here we go. Forty-eight minutes in. Here we go. So looking at this. Look, oh geez. Uh, looking at the stage. I uh, think we have two others after this. Like yeah. we we haven't Whoa, even gone to the. Who, we'll get through this. We're we haven't fine. done the who's who yet. Have we, we have. We did. We did. That that was the who's who. Oh, that was them. Yeah, that was the who's who. Show review. It was just the numbers. Numbers, people, usher, mm-hmm. all oh. that. Um, show review. Look at the stage. We have three circles. We've got two smaller circles on the outside. Okay. Connecting on a like long platform to a large circle in the center. Now the large circle in the center is centered on the 50 yard line. The two smaller outer circles, they're centered on the two 33 yard lines. I don't think that can possibly be true. Oh yeah. I mean, you can look at a picture. Yeah. You can look at a picture. The very center of those two outer circles is on the 33-yard line on both sides. Anyway. Mm, that seems odd. I've seen some things saying, oh, it represents, you know. But that would be, uh, why would they do that? I mean, I know, I know why you think that they would do that or why your research would suggest that they yeah. do that. That just seems like a really odd place to put it because it's not one of the lines that goes all the Dude, way across. They're trying the- to tell us. I, well, they Without already telling have. Us. They've already they've told us. Yeah. I, it's loud and clear. Yeah, all right. It really yeah. is. Message received. Yeah. Here, here's my. I've well, seen different theories 10 about four, these. Good buddy. These, uh, yeah. these ten shapes. plus four, fourteen. To me, think of Babylon, the Scarlet Woman. We're talking about the B-A-B-A. birth of the crowned and conquering child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about a woman's anatomy. Two circles. Okay. Connected by a path. To a triangle. To the womb, it's to, it's the it's ovaries it's the it's the ovaries. I mean, and the it, and it's uterus, a fallopian tubes, ovaries is a triangle. Yeah. yeah. Well, but they but they form. If we're simplifying, we got two smaller circles. Don't simplify uh, women. To that. Okay. Okay. All right. So now, don't simplify women. I'm going to give you before we get into the to the like point by point of the show. I'm going to give you my summary of, okay. of what I think uh, this I was show is about. Take a leak, but I got to sit yeah. down for this. Okay. <laughs> so this show, you're going to want to stick around for just yeah. a couple minutes here. The show has two two layers. So just like last year, it walks us through the three eons of Isis, Osiris, and Horus. But it moves beyond that. It fulfills yeah, it gets Jack wheels. Parsons' Babylon working. He Finally. never he never birthed the moon child with Marjorie Cameron, but we might see that happen here. Now, this is a this is a quote from to explain what he was after with the Babylon working. You have to remember the crowned and conquering child, the age of the eon of Horus. All right, a child 
um, it's innocent, but also it can be destructive. You know, you've got four of them, right? Yeah. Mean children? I don't have just any children. Mean children. Children, 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 children can be destructive. In general. Oh, children yeah, yeah. In, in general. Yeah. So the present don't put age. Don't that moon child on me. It's under the influence of a force called in magical terminology Horus. This force relates to fire, Mars, and the sun. That is, to power, violence, and energy. It also relates to a child being innocent. Its manifestations may be noted in the destruction of old institutions and ideas, the discovery and liberation of new energies. This force is completely blind depending upon the men and women in whom it manifests and who guide it. Obviously, its guidance now tends towards catastrophe. This is in the words of Jack Parsons when he was talking about the reasons for the Babylon working. He says, This catastrophic trend is due to our lack of understanding of our own natures, the hidden lusts, fears, and hatreds resulting from the warping of the love urge, which underly, which underlie... That's my album title, Warping of the Love Urge. <laughs> which underlie the natures of all Western peoples and have taken a homicidal and suicidal direction. This impasse is broken by the incarnation of another sort of force called Babylon. The nature of this force relates to love, understanding, and Dionysian freedom and is the necessary oh, counterbalance and correspondence to the manifestation of Horus. It is indicated that this force is actually incarnate in some living woman as the result of the, mag of the described magical operation. A more basic matter, however, is the indication that this force is incarnate in all men and women and need only be invoked to free the spirit from the debris of the old eon and to direct the blind force of Horus into constructive channels of love and understanding. So we're uniting this chaotic child energy of Horus with this uh, loving, understanding force that can be associated with Babylon. Okay. And Babylon herself says, quote, I am the bride appointed. Come ye to the nuptials. Come ye now. Where did we talk about a wedding? Oh, man. The drive-through. The drive-through. The ritual after the ritual. Which is kind of symbolic for a portal. Right. As you go through it. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, we got some portals in here. You also met at someone's, I think it was Puffy's birthday party I, I read. Uh oh Oh, oh boy. Go. Here we go. So, you might stick around for just a second All right, here. One sec. All right. Okay. Then you can take a leak. Okay. So, the other thing this halftime show does, this is, this is continuing on from the Babylon working. We've birthed the crown and conquering child. We've, we've, we've uh, united these forces I think this show is also moving moving us into the fourth eon, which Crowley doesn't actually say much about. What's the fourth eon? He calls it the eon of Ma'at. Ma'at was the goddess of harmony, justice, and truth in Egyptian mythology, Ooh. represented as a young woman. Crowley said, quote, I may now point out that the reign of the crowned and conquering child is limited in time to the book of by the book of the law itself. We learn that Horus will be in his turn succeeded by Thmaist, which is uh, the, I think, Roman goddess Themis, which is kind of similar to Ma'at, the double-wanded one, she who shall bring candidates to full initiation. And though we know little of her peculiar characteristics, we know at least that her name is Justice. So now, show starts. Very first thing we see, literally the very first thing we see when the show starts is a shot of a woman dressed in blue, covered in blue feathers with a blue headpiece. Yep. Okay. In Egyptian artwork, Ma'at is depicted with an ostrich oh, yeah, feather on her head, a blue oh, yeah. ostrich feather uh -huh. coming up just like this woman's headdress, the very first one we see. 
Um, according to Crowley in his book, The Vision and the Voice from 1911, which he considers second only to the book of the law, he says, quote, and the feather of Ma'at is blue because the truth of justice is mercy. Okay, then we get into it. We pan past a man standing on one hand upside down yep. on the head of another man, which Reed, you pointed this out, mm-hmm. as above, so below. Yep. That means... The workings that are happening, what we're seeing in the halftime show is just a reenactment of the forces that are happening beyond this realm, right? Look at all those blue feathers. Oh, yeah. Blue feathers are everywhere in this show. And that that confused me for a long time, literally until uh, basically we got here. Like, this is, I put this together on the drive up here. So I was like, true, he did. Our colors are red, black, and white. We always have red, black. There's a lot of blue in this. There's a lot of blue. So much blue. But there was there was red in the background, and then they did change to a red, more red, and then even the the ribbon. Yep. Screens later on, they all go to checkerboard. Yep. There was no other checkerboards until that happened. Exactly. So. so we fly through a bunch of these, you know, people kind of frozen, and we get to Usher sitting on a throne. In a, on a mirrored floor with eight points behind him. The mirror, as we've talked about in previous episodes, this is another representation, representation of as above, so below. Mm-hmm. And behind him, we have this eight-pointed uh, design, these eight points behind him. Could be the crown of the crown and conquering child. It could be the eight-pointed star that represents Ishtar Astarte. Um so looking at Usher himself. But we don't so we don't know what the eight we don't know. Are. We don't okay. we don't know, but this is a symbol of Ishtar. Um so Usher, when we see him, he's wearing gloves, a cape, and about four hundred thousand dollars of jewelry. Is that real? Yeah, I had read that too. That he had like four hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry. Yeah, I didn't hear that. He has a three hundred thousand. That'll buy you a house in Indianapolis. He has a three hundred thousand dollar. That'll buy you a neighborhood in Town. Pendant. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So he's got his U pendant, <laughs> and people yeah. are already living there. Yeah, and it's encrusted with diamonds and pearls, three hundred thousand dollars, and then on his pinky. He has a diamond-studded gold pinky ring set with a pearl. So I'm like, what's the significance of the diamonds and pearls? Well, psh, look at Revelation 17. Of course. This, right. That's where my mind yeah. went. Straight <laughs> to Revelation 17. The yeah. scarlet woman is, quote, decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. Um, he's also wearing a $100,000 Dolce & Gabbana diamond and ruby phoenix brooch. So Birds. The phoenix represents the final stage in the alchemical process. Fire. The the philosopher's stone. Yeah. Um, the red phoenix, and for Crowley, the great work is the is the process of spiritual growth. It's the search for the philosopher's stone, and so he moves through these different stages. And for him, we move from physical, mental to spiritual. Um, another part of Thelema, we have the Mass of the Phoenix, which is a ritual that involves the use of blood, and it also involves a prayer to the child. He put air quotes on that, guys. It's kind of nice, and you, it rhymes. Well, you can't see it. Like, people can't see your hands. Oh, so when you quote say, the, the, child. the child. He says, yeah. Now I begin to pray, thou child, holy thy name and undefiled. Thy reign is come, thy will is done. Here is the bread, here is the blood. Bring me through midnight to the sun. Save me from evil and from good, that thy one crown of all the ten, even now and here, be mine. Amen. You know, I had no idea that's what the lyrics were. Yeah. Yeah. Usher should think about that. Yeah. Um, well, he can dance, can he? When Usher stands up, his his suit that he's wearing, it's a white suit. Pyramid. Pyramid-shaped or a yep. triangle. With mm-hmm. his coat. Mm-hmm. Coat cut into a pyramid. Yep. yep. And if we remember the very, very end of last halftime show, Rihanna ends holding the triangle hand sign, also known as the Eye of Providence or the Eye of Horus. Or 
And it's also the ritual sign of fire in mm. Thelemic magic. Okay. And if you ever watch uh, Paul McCartney, every interview he does, he does a, a uh, triangle. Hmm. Oh, yeah, baby. He's in on it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. All right. So we're going to start moving through our three ages. Okay. He gets up from his throne. He doesn't go on the stage at first. He's out on the no, field. No, he's on the field, which was weird. Yeah. You never, I've never seen somebody spend so much time on the field. Now, why on a is this? Show. That's kind of kind he's of strange. He's grounded. Huh? He's on the ground, surrounded by these women with the blue, yep. uh, blue feathers, right? Illumination. So he, illumination. He uh, so all of this takes place on the grass, right? Well, mm-hmm. the eight, the eon of Isis, the first of the three eons, mm-hmm. it's the eon of nature, Earth, Earth, mm-hmm. right? Earth. He's connected to the ground. He's connected to the grass. He's connected to nature. Welcome to Earth. First song, Caught Up. Got me feeling this. Literally the very first words he sings. He says, quote, I'm the kind of brother who's been doing it my way, getting my way for years. Do what thou wilt. Shall be the whole of the law. There's always there's always one of these lines. There's always one of these lines. Literally the first words out of his mouth. So we see him come out comes out of blue feathers and begins dancing at the front of a pyramid of people. Yeah. Now, this is an inverted pyramid, which, mm-hmm. as you which, were saying... Which we know about. We talked about mm-hmm. the ovaries. We talked about the womb, mm-hmm. and we and it forms what? An inverted pyramid. It's a symbol of the divine feminine. As he starts singing, we see another man upside down on his head that pauses just in front of him. This is about minute 144. Um, another as above, so below. Mm. Uh, we have nine dancers who are in black, cross their right arms over their chest with their index fingers pointing up and their legs crossed and they bow to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. I was looking up the the uh, symbolic stuff here. This is around 150, blue 151. Yeah, there are lots of blue mm-hmm. added into the red, white, and black. So then we have an, inter- an, an interlude after this whole sequence. And Usher says, quote, God answers prayers. They said, I wouldn't make it. They said, I wouldn't be here today but I am. Hey, mama, we made it. Who's uh, the eon of Isis? Mm-hmm. It's about the mother. The mom. It's the eon of the mother. Mm-hmm. And this is when he passes through uh, the blue feathers and then on to the stage, steps the stage, up on stage lights up. into the first magic circle. Yep. This is the age of Osiris. Okay. He's, when he gets up on stage, he extends his arms. Mm-hmm. This is the Thelemic ritual sign when you stand with your arms outstretched. It's the cross, but it's also the sign of Osiris slain. So another symbol of the age of Osiris. He enters this magic circle. Two towers. This song, Superstar, he didn't say this line, but one of the lyrics in this song was, quote, I'm a kid again. I feel like 13. Dude. Song, Superstar. Dude. All right. Did he uh, say it? But he didn't say he it. He didn't say it. But he so Im- now we'll give him credit for not saying it. Right. Okay. Uh, next, we move on to "Love in This Club," uh, two thousand eight single. So, yeah. Yeah, hey, Reed. By well, the he way, he has some hits. You were he? right. I did know a lot more of this. You song. knew them all, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he yeah. has hits, dude. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I do know this yeah. song. Yeah. So two fifty six minute two fifty six. Um, he does another Osiris, Osiris slain ritual sign. And as he does this, two men with canes and bowler hats and pinstripe pants jump onto the stage behind him. Here they go. First thought in my head, what did I say when I texted you guys? Watch for two pillars. Twin towers. We've got the two men with their vertical stripe pinstripe pants yep. that look like the two pillars, Boaz and uh, Yaquin, which are the two pillars that you see if you look at any kind of Masonic 
Im- yep. uh, imagery, you have these two pillars. These two pillars represent opposing forces. So we have, um, and also if you've ever seen in Kabbalah, have you ever seen the uh, Tree of Life in Kabbalah mm-hmm. where you've got all the like dots, yep. the Sephiroths, and they're all connected in the Tree of Life? You have th- essentially three three columns. You've got the left and the right, which are associated with these two pillars, and then the center. So according to this, the, the, the center, the names of the three pillars center, of the tree of center. life were often seen as strength and wisdom. And the third pillar being harmony placed between them. Where's Usher standing right between those two right columns. In the middle. So when right a candidate the passes middle. between them, he in essence becomes harmony and enters a life in which the spiritual dominates the physical. Oh. So he's starting to break free from the age of Osiris because right after this, Usher and the dancers move from this left magic circle and start to enter the fallopian tube. And we see Usher gesture at minute 350 to the right magic circle, right? The right ovary. And who do we see? Alicia Alicia Keys. Wearing a gigantic red cape and a huge red piano. Red piano. Scarlet Woman, Babylon. Uh, Not only a red piano, I think it was a giant red heel. With nothing at all. Now check this out. When, when Usher reappears, uh, so we start with Alicia Keys just playing If I Ain't Got You, and Usher shows up standing on the pian- yep. standing by the piano. Lost his coat. He's lost his jacket, and he's, only, and he's lost a glove. He only has a glove on the left hand. The left hand represents the left-hand path, which oh. in magic, you've got the left-hand path, and you've got the right-hand path. The left-hand path- If you say so. Is, <laughs> yeah. is, is the dark- I can't. I Just can't, Google. Yeah. If you, I can't if, fact check. If you want to yeah. learn hey, more, I'm not doubting. If you want to learn more, just Google left hand path. Now, also his, okay, sh- his shirt that he's wearing after this pyramid's gone, we reveal this shirt. It almost looks like white flames. Okay, and in yeah. Crowley's book, oh, that's true. Look at that. Yep. Yeah, that's true. In Crowley's book, Magic in Theory and Practice, he says, "Quote: The first step of the aspirant toward the gate of initiation tells him that purity, univer- unity of purpose, is essential above all else. Do what thou wilt." strikes on him a ray of fierce white flame consuming all that is not utterly god so do what thou all wilt white. do what thou wilt the main philosophy of thelema the law the whole of the law it rep- is represented by this white flame that consumes all that is not utterly god very soon he is aware that he cannot consciously contradict himself he develops a subtle sense which warns him the two trains of thought that he had never conceived as connected are incompatible Yet deeper drives, do what thou wilt. Subconscious oppositions are evoked to visible appearance. The secret sanctuaries of the soul are cleansed. Do what thou wilt purges his every part. He has become one, only one. His will is consequently released from the interference of internal opposition. And he is a master of magic. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> so he shows up as this uh, as this master. He's, oh, he's, he's left the age of Osiris. He's entered the age of, of, of Isis. Uh, or sorry, he's left the age of Osiris, entered the age of uh, of Osiris, moved on to the age of Horus, which is what's represented by Alicia Keys at her piano. And they have a duet, and at the very end of this duet, about five minutes and 36 seconds, they embrace. So this, remember we talked about the Babylon working. We've got to have that Horus, we've got to have the crowned and conquering child intersect with and embrace Babylon, the, mm. the mother, We've got to counterbalance that chaotic child spirit with 
the mother spirit of Babylon. And that happens at 536. He is kind of rubbing on her womb. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we reunif mm -hmm. reunify this divine masculine and divine feminine. Mm -hmm. We bring Horus into balance and we're ready for the next stage, which this moves past. This is essentially where the last halftime show ended was with the, with the Scarlet Woman. Oh, so now we got now the next we're past Look this. at this guy. We got the inter interlude with Jermaine Dupri where he says, quote, See, it's rare you find people like us, and since we're here celebrating the 20th anniversary of Confessions, I need everybody in here to put one hand in the air. So you see everyone hold up their hand. Now, what hand does uh, Jermaine Dupri hold up when he tells everyone to hold up their well, left hand? The hand? It's the left hand. And then he switches to the right. When he says, hold up your hand, he holds up the left hand. All right, and we also move okay, from so here. Okay. As this interludes happen, um, I'm watching. I'm Usher watching. moves down the fallopian hand. tube, and we see him reappear in our central circle. This is this is this is the area I'm calling the womb. Okay. okay. The central circle. So right after. Ah, yes. uh, I see why. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. Yep. Yeah. So right after he gets in the central magical circle, uh, immediately after the song "Confessions Part Two begins. We see first a checker pattern begin to play on the stadium LED boards behind yeah, him. Behind oh, him there right it is. There, there yep. it is. Um, this is about 552. The black and white checkered pattern, as we know, uh, just like we had the two columns from Masonic oh, Ritual. Clock. We have the ritualistic floor. I thought the clock was a weird. When I saw that, I was like, that's got to be something. Yeah. Well, so we start, start with the checkers, right? And we have the um, uh, checker pattern. Look at the floor of any Masonic Lodge. Actually, if you saw Killers of the Flower Moon, the scenes where they're in the Masonic Lodge, yep. we've got the black got and the white checkers. checker floor. That's right. Yep. Which, it's the space in which initiations occur. And it's emblematic of human life, checkered with good and evil. Mm. He walks to the center of the magic circle, which displays a clock. We start the song nice and slow. Mm. Usher says the word 7 o'clock on the dot. Lights put his shadow right at oh, 7 o'clock. The number 7 is significant in Thelema. Uh, the book that explains Which, all of the Thelema symbols is uh, Liber 777. Um, which which numbers are not significant? I mean, there's some. There's maybe a few. <laughs> I haven't heard many eights. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and right unless then, you're rounding up. Yeah. Right, yeah. At, right at 7 o'clock on the dot, what happens behind him? All the phone lights come on in the background, and we've got Illumination. Elimination. And seconds later, after those lights appear, Fire. we've got the checker pattern appear behind him. And then we move into the song Burn, where he raises his right hand and says, I think you should let it burn. He stands in a sun as mm -hmm. the magic circle turns to flames. Mm -hmm. He makes another Osiris slain pose. And then the flames encircle the whole stadium as he asks the crowd to sing along. And remember, Horus relates to fire, Mars, and the sun. This could also represent the alchemical fire, right? He's yep. gone through this purification process. And as yep. a part of that, what does he do next when the song Bad Girl starts? Well, we've Goes moved blue. past the flames, and, and next thing he does, he starts taking off that shirt. Right? Finally. I know. I mean, I've yeah. been waiting. Yeah. Starts taking off that shirt. <laughs> oh, do a little James and, Brown and, mic and move. White smoke starts to burst out from behind him. And who comes out from behind him playing guitar? Her. Her. Right? And what's she wearing? A red, black, and white, black and white outfit with a red guitar. I did watch a video on this that she wasn't really playing. That's the conspiracy. That I, it was I mean, dubbed. I believe that. Like believe she most, plays guitar, yeah. but they don't think she was playing live. Yeah, yeah. So she comes out now. You got anything on his medallion? Uh, it's his U. It's okay. it's his it's his U symbol for Ursher. For Ursher. Yeah. 
But it's well, the he, can, it's, he it's, can move. It's dude. the diamonds and pearls I talked about, he's which a, are what he's a bad dude. The Scarlet Woman wears in Revelation seventeen. Mm-hmm. Oh, here comes the smoke. Now, do you know what her stands for? H e r what? Having everything revealed. <sighs> Revelation. Oh my God. Revelation is just the red guitar. It's it's the English word for apocalypse. Revelation, right? Mm-hmm. And what's her have on her head? We got these two pigtails pulled up to look like horns. Mm-hmm. Now, you might look at that and say, oh, this is satanic, right? Well, I wouldn't. If we're looking at a Thelemic ritual, this isn't, this is pan. And if you've ever yeah. seen, there's a picture of Aleister Crowley where he's, he's sitting there, he's got this crazy look on his face, and he's got his hands on either side of his head forming horns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the ritual symbol for pan I've that seen he's that doing. One, yeah. Now, remember when we talked about the city of the pyramids, right? Yeah. You've, you've, Talk to your guardian angel. You've crossed the abyss. You've put your blood in the grail. Uh, you've turned to ashes. You've been put in the womb of Babylon, yep. the Scarlet Woman. And according to Crowley, uh, she has been impregnated by Pan. And at that point, once you once you've, we wait in the city of the pyramids till you're ready to move on to the next stage when you become born again from the great mother of Babylon and begotten by Pan. Okay, we're in the womb, Pan comes out, and now we're ready to enter the birth stage, or what we call the eon of Ma'at. And who comes out? Usher already took his shirt off. I'm I'm in the birth stage. We got a bunch of roller skaters that come out. What's different here? Oh, wait, they're all wearing blue. Blue. Now we're in the... That's exactly what I thought when I saw it. First of all, I didn't understand the roller skates at first, but then I guess roller skating is big in the A. Mm. And that's where that comes from. But then when they came out blue, I was waiting to hear what you got to say about uh-huh. blue, Rowdy. Yeah, Will I Am comes out and says, "This is deja vu multiple times." And Usher enters. Oh, in, that was Will I Am. I thought it. I thought it was, but I wasn't sure because it's the with same that helmet. It's the same type of helmet he wore during the Black Eyed Peas halftime show, which Usher also performed at. I think that one of his um, one of his uh, hand lights wasn't working. Oh yeah. Did you notice that? I kind of feel like one of his light-up gloves. That huh. was a dope part where the f- floor's moving and they're skating. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it forms a portal that opens on the floor. This is, by the sure way, does. on the song called Oh My God. Look right? at that. Yeah, yeah there it portal. is. The uh-huh. OMG on the floor turns into an O. And what happens at minute uh, 10, 10? We got Usher slide through Will I Am's legs. And got caught birthed, up. Got birthed. caught up he's a being little birthed, bit. But he right? is birthed. being birthed. birthed by Will and I look, it was, it was damn near a breach. Look, he got caught. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then, right after this, this is when start, stuff starts pop. We got turned down for what? Lil John enters on a crowd of people. <laughs> And this is a segue into the, I mean, the song. Yeah. Yes. What, and what, what is, uh, what's the, uh, magical number for, yeah. Hmm? You put it in your calculator. I didn't put yeah in the calculator, but let's, let's do it real quick. Uh, Without a doubt. It's definitely not eight. Not going to be eight. That's what I was about to say. Not eight. (laughs) Yeah is 21. 21. which, Which two plus one is three. Yeah. Sorry. Now look at now look <laughs> here. It's incredible. Not eight. <laughs> when Usher first comes out, uh, we have him. When we get to the stage, okay. That blue's hot to death. Usher Usher comes out after after Lil John's intro, and we start the opening notes of Yeah as we have yeah. 
the, the newly birthed crowned and conquering child and what appears behind him. But we have blue lights that form four triangles representing a crown of the crowned and conquering child as he enters the magic circle again in this new eon of Ma'at, right? Yep. Ludicrous starts to rap. Now let's just pause here and talk about Ludicrous. When we get to a minute Confirmed 1142. Confirmed Illum- Illuminati member. That's right. On Cat Williams' interview on Club Shay Shay. Which is, if you haven't listened to it, do yourself a favor you and listen about to all of it. A Killers of the Flower Moon length amount of time. Yeah, two hours and 20 minutes. What are you doing? Like, listen to it. So It's worth it. He's asked, he, he's asked by Shannon Sharp, Cat Williams is asked by Shannon Sharp about Ludacris, and he says, quote, So there was a crossroads where we were both invited to an Illuminati thing, and it had to be one or the other of us, and decisions had to be made. So it was both of us, we were equal. One of us had to cut off all their hair and couldn't do the sideburn thing no more with the points. And the next person they said was going to get $200 million because they were going to pay him $10 million a movie to do 20 movies. And that's how the conversation happened. One of those persons turned out to be Ludacris, and the other person turned out to be Cat Williams. Now, one person ended up with a light-skinned, ugly-faced wife. <laughs> and how many how many Fast and Furious have there been? There's ten. Yep. Now, when he comes out, when Ludacris... When Ludacris came out, I lost my mind, because confirmed Illuminati member, they're uh-huh. not trying to hide anything. Yeah. Uh-uh. Well, when he comes out, too, he walks between two stripper poles... Mm-hmm. But what is he actually walking between? He's walking between pillars. the two, two pillars. Pillars. Right? pillars. Yep. Um, Killer pillars. And then. And then. At the end. Boy, little John Short, huh? Well, did you? It's in his name, man. Well, good point. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Good point. So then finally at the end. Hi, I'm John. Mm, we have yeah. <laughs> Usher doing this. Uh, we already have a John. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps refre- repeating the phrase, turn the world to the A, turn the world to the A, turn the world to the A, and he holds up a W with his left hand, and then with A-N-W two fingers pointed beer. down, he makes an A with the right hand. Yeah. All right? We've got as above, so below. It's the same thing. There if, it is. If you look at yeah. what do they do in the teaser trailer for Usher's halftime show, we start with a gospel choir. In mm-hmm. Apple's teaser trailer, we start with this gospel choir in a church, but they're not at the front of the church. They're actually standing at the back of the church. They're wearing white robes with red stoles, and they do the piece up A-Town thing, which is two fingers up, two fingers down, as yep. above, so below. It's with the whole thing. With a bunch of tubas. Yeah. Sousaphones. And that's it. Thank you. That's a halftime <laughs> show. So we've gone through, We've we basically... Did a did a recapitulation of Rihanna's halftime show, Rihanna but then we moved it. beyond it. We showed yeah. we showed the reconciling of this chaotic child energy with Babylon. We have the the um, after the age of of Horus. We have Usher moved to the womb. We have this rebirth. He strips his clothes, and we go all blue in the age of Maat. We've entered the fourth eon. Already. At, least, at least that's what they're what, that's what they're planning. Now here's the thing: what does this what does this all mean? I don't know. What does it all mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, a few. Okay, so a few things. So <laughs> it's kind of been the question we've been wondering. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> you took us back 120 years, yeah, and then literally. you literally go. So here's all the info. Yep. What does it mean? Yeah. Well, here's here's a few things. So. Um, <laughs> So first of all, for this ritual, like I said, we're in Las Vegas. It's a city with crazy psychic energy. Oh, of course. Magic. Yeah. We've got performance. We've got the Aliens, stress of, of people yep. losing their money, losing yep. their minds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got all this all this crazy stuff. Oh, Plus, wow, yeah. we've got uh, Usher performing uh, uh, for 100 uh, uh. days in this city. Yeah, dude. His, his, his love songs mm-hmm. building up this energy. We have the narrative of... Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. right? We've got this couple. It's a love story. Right? Maybe just say yes. And, and and we bring them together, the number 13. All this is a part of it. I think this all builds up to this ritual. Now, in terms of the age of Ma'at, when we move to this blue, it could mean, it could just be a, you know, hey, here's what's happening. Here's a map of history as told through yep. the occult. Mm-hmm. The other thing, though, I was thinking, you know, we've got the Area 51 connection, right? Now we're getting somewhere. All right. We have these blue lasers. Mm-hmm. Okay. You ever heard of Project Blue Beam? No. Okay. Project All, Only every day. Project Blue Beam, according to this theory, the government, in collaboration with NASA... Okay, I like this. ...is planning a false flag operation in which they will simulate <laughs> a second coming of Christ or... Oh. An extraterrestrial invasion using advanced technology. Make your choice. Pick pick a choice. With the end see, result of establishing a new world order. But see, this is where I'm at because I like <laughs> okay. all the alien stuff and all this, but the the government's being too transparent. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not all being that sudden, transparent. Yeah. But all of a sudden, like we're having Senate hearings about aliens. Yeah. Which makes me think none of this is real. Yep. So in, that in, it's a distraction. So yeah. according to this theory, Project Bluebeam has four stages. The first stage involves the use of technology to create earthquakes, UFO sightings, and other natural disasters in order to make people believe a great cataclysmic event is coming. See? Talking about Yellowstone. The second stage involves a fake alien invasion in which holographic moving. images of spacecraft will be projected feet. into the sky. Okay. Intended to create a sense of panic okay. and confusion among the population. Mm-hmm. We're the, pretty good, but the third okay. stage we're, we're, that's already happened. We're pretty good with holograms. The tic tac, yeah. yeah, yeah. The third stage involves the use oh, of technology yeah, to create a fake religious event, such as the appearance of a messiah or prophet, using holograms and other special effects. So I've heard. Where are we at oh, with that? Well, in different parts of the world, they could do different things. We could have Muhammad appear. We could have Jesus appear. We could have Buddha appear. Uh, okay. Yeah. And the fourth and final stage involves the implementation of a new world order in which the world's governments are replaced by a thing, single authoritarian regime. That's for real. A new age. Happen. A new That's age. A new eon, happen. you could yeah. say. Right? Yeah. All tied to aliens. Now, I want you to it's think about this. It's called social credit scores. Did you watch Did and you watch the Super Bowl commercials? You sure. No, I actually didn't. Yeah, I, I did. I kind of missed all of them. He had Unf- bedtime in the middle of the Super yeah, Bowl. He yeah. missed a lot. I did. I, for some reason, like... I do not remember any of the commercials this year, except for the Jesus commercial. There was a Jesus commercial. I wanted to know about the M M&M and the Kennedy a commercial. Jesus commercial, a Scientology commercial. I missed that one. I did, and I the M M&M and M commercial. Too. I missed the M M&M and M commercial. Yeah, I did too. Did you watch the M M&M and M commercial? Uh, no, but I rings? knew what they did. They turned peanut butter Peanuts into, into a diamond ring. They compressed. Now, could that be in your house? A diamond made of peanuts? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I because it's pressurized. It's pressurized. Okay. 
it takes all peanut. the peanut yeah. uh, molecules out. I thought they pressed peanuts, though. You can't press a peanut, though, and make peanut butter in your house, right? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't do that, at least. I wouldn't bring them in my house, but... Okay. Um, Just checking. But yeah, if you watch the commercials, a theme that you saw woven through the entire uh, thread of commercials, we had multiple commercials that involved... Capitalism. Aliens. Oh, right. And yeah. UFOs. Yes. Cars. We, yeah. had the, we had the one with Martin Scorsese where there's like an alien invasion and nobody's, Say looking, that again. Up, nobody's looking up from their phones. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> okay. I um, missed that one too. We had the one where... What was I doing? Can I ask you guys a question? I'm yeah. going to say a word. Tell me if I say it funny. Cobra. Yeah, yeah, you, you do. do. <laughs> you said oh, sure. is pretty weird. Yeah. Oh, what are you from Minnesota? Oh, okay. okay. Hello, holler. <laughs> All right, both of you uh, are milk. wrong. Milk. No, yeah. not milk. Bag. Milk. You want your milk in a bag? Okay. Or would you rather have your milk it? in a pillow? Yeah. <laughs> my my wife says I put an L in there. Like I'm not saying. No, cobra. you're not saying cobra. You're just saying cobra. cobra. Hey, hand me that uh, green crown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, back to the story. All right, so back to this. <laughs> a- aliens were woven throughout. We had what Jeff, time, what's we had, the timestamp uh, on Jeff there? I'll Gold play this for uh, 124. Yeah. I'll play this for <laughs> We knew this time. was going to be an hour oh, and a half episode. Oh, yeah, baby, we knew it. Right? Yes, we knew that. Yes. We knew that going into this, all right? Yes. All right? Hey, we're our the, audience well, listen, is getting... We're in the eon of my eye, okay? Yeah. It's a whole Our audience eon. is getting all right? bonus time. This is going on Patreon. Yeah. yeah. I think we need to stop it at one hour, 30 minutes, so it can be 13, but go ahead. Oh, boy. Oh, oh think about boy. that. Yeah. You better get to work. Or one hour, 39 minutes. <sighs> one plus three plus nine is 13. Oh, man. Go ahead. Are we getting into the up. Hollywood grooming at all in this segment, or what? I don't, know if we, I don't know if we even have time for okay, that Okay, that's for, that's for another time. Kay. But yeah, I'm just saying. Tell me what you're saying. All, all this hey, stuff. tell us. There's a lot, there's a lot of, uh, when, we, when we look back at the history of Thelema, we look back at the history of the Babylon working and its association with aliens, interdimensional or interdimensional Where are you beings. Where aliens, Rowdy? <laughs> are they real? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Are they here? Uh, probably. Have they been here? Oh, definitely. You know what? Um, I agree. Outcast was it their second album? Mm-hmm. The flute AT- album. Atlians. Atlians. Yeah. That was. Oh my a good gosh. Album. Yeah. I need to go back and listen to that again. Mm-hmm. That was a good album. Mm-hmm. All right, here I'd like to break for questions. Okay. Any questions? Yes, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> Um, what does it all mean? I yeah. think it's the first. <laughs> we don't. We won't know. We won't know. We won't know. I mean, Crowley didn't even know what's going to happen so in the, in the you, eon of Ma'at. Do you think? And you know, we don't know who's going to be next year's or whatever. But you seem to have been building a narrative that these are sequential mm-hmm. performances, right? At least, so at least Rihanna, it builds off of last year's. Rihanna, yeah. Usher. So who do you? Who might be? next year's performance mm. to continue this narrative. Mm. Well, see, that's the thing. Mm. Only Jay-Z knows that. Illuminati oh, connected he is Jay-Z, uh, right? No. He is definitely Illuminati. Tim Apple knows, because it's, it's, it's Apple It's the music. Apple halftime? Yeah, yeah. This Apple. one was, was last year's Apple music? Yeah. Okay. They, Pepsi stopped. Because it's all Jay-Z's action? Mm-hmm. So who would be a good one for next year to continue this uh, on? Because we got a lot of Illuminati, uh, Jermaine Dupree, uh, Ludacris. I didn't know her was an Illuminati, but I guess she is. Isn't that crazy? I just or Alicia think, Keys. I just think it's... I her think, or uh, having everything revealed. Well, good point. <laughs> yeah, um, hard to say. I think it's just a weird time for me personally to think that these 
people that were having at the Super Bowl are now legacy acts, but that would mean that the music that came out when mm. I was a teenager is now legacy Oldies. music. Yeah. yeah. Or at least classic like, rock. When Remember, the greatest Super Bowl halftime show of all time, Prince, yes. we're like, well, that's kind of like, I like Prince, but, you know, he was big, what, 15, 80s and 90s. 15 years, yeah. Yeah. You know, before that came, before he did that performance. But now that's, that's Ursher. Yeah. I think it could that's, be, that's it could Snoop. be Drake. Oh. With Lil yeah. Wayne. Drake, Drake. Lil was, Wayne, it should be Lil Wayne because next year the Super Bowl's in New Orleans. Drake was trending though this so week. So we got all kinds of voodoo for next yeah, year. Yeah, okay. that's true. That's true. All oh, kinds of voodoo. At the Mercedes-Benz yeah. okay. Superdome. Yep. Um, and uh, Coach Prime Juice World, is going to lobby Roger Goodell to get Lil Wayne because Lil Wayne's from New Orleans. Because mm-hmm. uh, Coach Prime was on Lil Wayne's podcast at the Super Bowl, and I listened to a clip. And he's like, I know Roger. And Lil Wayne said, and I know Jay-Z. Let's work on this. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I think Lil Wayne be a good one. Interesting. Ariana Grande. Okay. Oh, what about Taylor? Grande. I, see, no, I don't think Taylor's do going to do it. She's this was her. She this was it. her. This was her time. This was her time. She's already yeah. been part of the ritual. Have you ever read anything about how Taylor Taylor Swift allegedly got Kanye kicked out of the Super Bowl? No. Oh. That he bought seats right in front of the box that she was staying in because he knew that they wouldn't show For him and the Fuhrer. He yeah, exactly. <laughs> he knew that he, he wouldn't get on TV. Like they wouldn't pan to him, but he knew they would pan to her box, so he bought the seats in front of her box. I'm surprised he didn't get uh, seats in the Adidas box. <laughs> Are you though? <laughs> if it were in Atlanta, he already lives at the. He already lives in the stadium, so it would have worked out just fine. He lives behind the Chick Fil A. No, he lived. Yes, yeah, he has to move out every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lil Wayne is Lil Wayne no, is Sunday's his free day. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the only day he can cook. <laughs> yeah, because nobody's in the kitchen. Lil Wayne is the automatic yeah. pick for the New Orleans yeah. Super Bowl. He Are said, you kidding he me? He said, "I want it just as bad as I wanted to see my name at the top of that list when I was whatever age I, it was that I bust into the Lil office Wayne with is, that Billboard magazine." Is awesome. Yeah, I think you're right. He's I think a bad it might dude, be Lil Wayne. man. Okay, let's that's get some pick. lollipop on there. Let's oh, make yeah, it happen. It's the age of my Anything can happen. But I will say this. Tell it. I don't think Lil Wayne plays that Illuminati game. I think he's his own dude. You think so? Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll have to see. I think he's his own dude. They he got seems a, like it. They got, a, they got a year to get to him. Usher I get because of all the other stuff that went on with Usher and mm-hmm. Jermaine Dupree, Puffy, all that action. But Lil Wayne, I think he's kind of his own dude. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. Now, I, I would also like to comment that Reba McIntyre, underwhelming. Mm. Not necessarily her fault, though, because the sound mix, and I thought the same with the halftime show, sound mix was not great. But mm. Reba got screwed by the sound mix huh. for the national anthem. That was that was a bummer. I thought she did all right, but... Yeah, she did all yeah. right, but it didn't sound great. I yeah. didn't hear any of it. You didn't see the national anthem? Mm-mm. Mm. Did you see America the Beautiful by Post Malone? Nope. Yeah. That was, I, it, when I say I didn't see it, I saw it. I just didn't hear it. I couldn't hear anything. Because the sound have, mix I didn't, I didn't have it turned up oh. at that point. Turned up for what? 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's all I got, boys. I put together as many of the pieces hey, of the puzzle. And, excellent and, and presentation, like Laid out a breadcrumb trail for you guys to follow. You got to take it from here, all right? Okay. Excellent. Excellent Time for all of you to jump across the abyss and pour your blood into the Graal. Graal. The age of Ma. I like that. That sounds very Klingon, doesn't it? Graal. Yep. But that's all from the city of the pyramids. All right. Well, thank you. I think that's it. That's it. That's we it. it. We did it. We did sports. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sports adjacent. We did the occult. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey Jr.'s Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu. We should have him try here. Casserole. Oh, yeah. I would love to. The yeah. Kentucky Colonel Sean and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is. Take it away, Snoop. Oh, yes. It's a sad one, actually. The Honorary Ball Boy this week is world record marathon marathon world record holder Kelvin Kipton, who passed away this week in a uh, car accident. He was 24 years old. This car accident was in Kenya? It was in Kenya. It was in on the mountain roads in Kenya. Do they drive on the wrong side of the road? In Kenya? I bet they do. British colony, right? Mm, I don't know. We should look it up. We'll find out. Yeah. There's been some questions around exactly what happened during the wreck, but the you end think result it was a hit? is him and his possibly. Hmm. That's what, well, they're, they're currently questioning Kelvin Kipton's father and for three other men. So I don't know anything really? about that. I just, wow. I was just reading about that before this, but uh, yeah, he, him and his, um, him and his coach died in the wreck. 24 years old. First Jeez. man to ever break two hours, one minute. Oh, my gosh. Guy's incredible. Two hours, 30, 36 minutes, 36 seconds is his time. Um, he was supposed to be running in the Rotterdam Marathon, which is very flat, and hmm. was possibly and trying to. below sea Oh, my goodness. Yeah, was trying to break two hours. As wow. Well. He he was going to do it. He was going to do it. Yeah. He's 24 35 years old. seconds yeah. away, he was going to do it. Yeah, he took the record from Elliot Kipchoge. They were both going to run in the Olympics this year, so it would have been a really fun race wow. in Paris. Yeah. Um, not Paris. a two-hour race. Uh, but Kipchoge's 39. Kiptum has already run. He has run the four of the top seven times ever, or three of the top seven times oh ever yeah. in the marathon. He's Guy's dominant. He's unbelievable. Yeah. And or would have been his stride is he just glides. Right. He, hmm. Or he, he did. One of the most amazing things is watching him it, uh, watching his times is he would run negative splits. So in the first half marathon, he would be just over an hour, but in the second half of the marathon, he would actually run faster. Under an oh hour. My gosh. Which is just unbelievable. So R.I.P. Kelvin Kipton. That was that was actually happened on Sunday night during the Super Bowl, and I was I, I was a, that during the Super Bowl? It was during the Super oh, Bowl. Man. He died at like eleven o'clock the day before, but it wasn't announced till day of the Super yeah. Bowl. That I watch a lot of sports. That we talk a lot about college football and football here, but I watch a lot of other sports. I think we got to talk once about like ultra running. Yeah, yeah. We've mm-hmm. talked so about I've, the uh, Tennessee race. What's yeah. that called? Uh, uh, um, uh, you talking about backyard. Barclays? Barclays marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Marathons. Yeah. Because it's five marathons. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Great YouTube watch if you want to see Psycho Runners Barkley Marathons Barclays. on YouTube. Yeah. It's awesome. So R.I.P. Kelvin Kipton. That's it. Oh, it's back to me. Yeah, back mm-hmm. to yeah. you. Okay. And Q. Find us on Facebook, in <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss, especially the occult. The occult. 
And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it?